Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Would You Like Franchise with That. Uh, this week, we watched like an Egyptian more than our pharaoh share of the mummy movies. Oh, That's very good. Mummy Mia! <laughs> oh. Take it back. <laughs> What's up, franchise fans? Welcome to another episode of Would You Like Franchise with That. I'm Jack with you as always. Sitting across to me on my left is... Callan. And on my right is... It's Alex. It's Alex. And this week we had the joy of watching uh, the Brendan Fraser comedy adventure romps, The Mummy, The Mummy Returns, and The Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Mm. What'd you think? Mm. <laughs> Did you guys have a good couple of weeks? I had a good time. Yeah, I enjoyed <laughs> it. Yeah, it was fun. Totally enjoyed yourself. I had increasingly less good time. Uh, <laughs> but I like the mummy. The movie that we watched. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of the mummy, would you like to know what happens in Please, the mummy? Please remind me, Jack. Remind me. Remind Remind me. The year is 1290 BC. And the high priest Imhotep has been secretly getting it on with the pharaoh's mistress, Anksu Naman. When the pharaoh discovers the affair, he is killed by the lovers. Imhotep flees, but Anksu Naman, unable to escape, kills herself with a big knife. She hopes that Imhotep will resurrect her later, and he nearly does. But unfortunately, he and all his priest buddies are caught and mummified alive with the terrible, awful curse placed upon them that if they were ever resurrected, they would become all-powerful and take over the world. I know. That's what a curse. Sounds like a pretty sweet deal. Yeah, pretty sweet. A curse that makes you live forever and have awesome sand powers. Yeah, I think it's. I think the curse is more that you get buried alive with um, flesh-eating beetles that live forever as Ooh. well, or for like hundred years. Hmm. So he was just horribly uncomfortable for that entire yeah, time. Yeah, but that's why I was so cranky when he came but back. All powerful after that. Yeah, it's a, it's a reasonable trade-off. Fast forward to 1926, and wannabe Tomb Raider Evelyn Carnahan comes into possession of a map to the lost treasure city of Hamanaptra, which was stolen by her brother from swaggering adventurer and actual Tomb Raider Rick O'Connell. O'Connell has been locked up for copyright, copyright infringement by the estate of Indiana Jones, but Evelyn buys <laughs> O'Connell's freedom in exchange for him uh, leading her to Hamanaptra, and the swashbuckling adventure begins. Inspired by the ancient legend of Imhotep, they arrive at Hamanatra in search of the titular mummy, but are followed by a group of boorish Americans who are also hoping to unearth Imhotep. Both groups are warned that uh, should, that they should leave by the warrior, warrior guardians, the Medjai, led by Ardeth Bay, which I hear is lovely this time of year. <laughs> but they ignore the warning and eventually unearth Imhotep's body and the Book of the Dead. Reading the book awakens the mummy Imhotep from his slumber, and as Alex said before, boy is he cranky. Oh yeah. Imhotep attacks the explorers uh, and they flee back to Cairo, assuming they've left the mummy and his cursed curse in the desert. But he follows them, drawing strength by killing the boorish Americans <laughs> and using their faces to rebuild his face and subjecting Egypt to the ten biblical plagues. Rick Evelyn, her brother Jonathan, and Ardeth Bay return to Hamanatra to find the Book of the Living, the thrilling sequel to the Book of the Dead, which contains a spell which can make Imhotep mortal again and put a stop to his global takeover. Imhotep raises his army of mummified priests and takes Evelyn, 
uh, intending to sacrifice her to resurrect his dead girlfriend. Luckily, Jonathan Rick and Ardeth Bay are able to fight off the mummies, read aloud from the Book of the Living, and kill the now mortal Imhotep. The curse of the mummy is lifted, the world is saved, and everyone literally rides off into the sunset. Yay! What a great late 90s adventure this was. <laughs> it was really fun, I thought. I, lo- yeah. I, I was really went along for the ride yeah. and enjoyed it. Yeah. Peak, peak <laughs> Brendan Fraser. Absolutely. Not so much peak... Um, Rachel Weisz? Hmm. Uh, oh my god, my brain. Yeah, the mummy. Uh, that other guy. Billy Zane. Oh god. It's not Billy Zane. It's not Billy Zane. That's not Billy Zane. I That's thought not Billy Zane. I, I looked it up. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah, I looked it up. I, I was know, like, I want to say, is this Billy Zane? Know. I'm like, it looks like a kind of weird version of Billy Zane, but I'm pretty sure it's still Billy Zane. Arnold Vosloo. Yeah, it's some other name. completely some random other dude. And that I, is Billy Zane. It's Billy Zane. It's not. It's Billy Zane's brother. You're going to go Billy Inzane when you see that it's, it's not Billy Zane. It is bizarre. I thought exactly the same thing, and I think I'd always just thought, oh, that... The mummy, Billy Zane's, Zane's, Billy Zane's the villain. Not my <laughs> <laughs> Billy Zane was yeah, because I thought Billy Zane had had a bit more of a run in kind of uh, mm. you know Billy Zane was the Phantom, pop wasn't he? silly you know movies like this. Yeah, he was the the Phantom. Yep, and he was in Titanic. Yep, and they were like, didn't look like he had really any other no roles of note. No. <laughs> but he was like a relatively big deal for a bit there, for a wasn't while, he? Billy yeah, everyone Zane? was talking about Billy Zane. But the Phantom was rubbish, right? Like, yeah, I never saw awful. it. Awful. I'm pretty sure I have seen the Phantom. I've seen it. Yeah. And it was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. It's not, it's not Billy, Billy Zane. Zane. It's this other guy. <laughs> Arnold um, Vosselu. Clearly not peak Billy Zane then. <laughs> peak Arnold Vosselu, though. Oh, sure. Vosselu was, <laughs> this was his something special. Standout role. <laughs> All those years treading the boards, you know, for the Royal Shakespeare <laughs> Company really paid off. What other movies have I thought Billy Zane was in? Billy, <laughs> Billy Zane. Billy Zane's was won Billy multiple Zane Academy really Awards. Was Billy Zane in that right? episode of The Crypt Keeper? Uh, the, the one with the vampires? I just don't know what to believe anymore. Anyway, Brendan Fraser. What, what a, a delight. What a guy. <laughs> so good. So good. Just like a perfect combination of kind of stupid kind of dorky humour. Yeah. Mm. Enough kind of leading man good looks to mm. sort of not look completely ridiculous in that role. Yeah. But really just taking the piss out of it at every opportunity. He's kind of like almost like the late 90s answer to Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Sort of. Uh, I reckon he's more of a like cheap knockoff Indiana Jones. Yeah. Like Harrison Ford kind mm. of, you know, Quippy, quippy man with the yeah. with the charm yeah, and the yeah, kissing and ladies and when and they the don't ask for it. Yeah, that whole vibe. But just in such a goofy way, like he's not he's not particularly. What about a Chris charming. Pratt? Do you reckon that he's? Oh yeah, yeah. Nineteen ninety nine. If nineteen ninety nine was now, Chris yeah. Pratt would be maybe the mummy. I think he could yeah, be. Yeah, similar sort of trajectory. I think. Mm. What God. was Brendan Fraser's background? Encino like Man. A... Remember Encino Man? No. We in the juice, buddy. You guys know it. No. Where he he's was... a caveman and he, he was... gets brought back by uh, Polly Shaw. And then and there was Polly that Shaw's other friend. movie where he was in uh, where he plays a caveman comeback called George of the Jungle. Oh, uh, yeah, George of the Jungle. But he's George of the Jungle. He's yeah. not a caveman. 
George, George, George of the Duke. Uh, he was in Airheads. He was in Airheads. He was in Blast. Bedazzled. The past. Bedazzled, yeah. He was Bedazzled. He was in, uh, he was in the, the Scrubs a bunch of times. Mm, and I want none of him. <laughs> <laughs> you made that perfectly clear. <laughs> Hanging out at the passenger side. <laughs> um, you'll be happy to know that Billy Zane was, in fact, in that episode of Crypt Keepers. That I remember oh, thank God. Thank God. Had me worried for a second there. Tales of the Crypt, sorry. Are you guys uh, as disappointed as I am when... The the Sphinx appears in a movie and you don't see how its nose yeah, got knocked off. It's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Mars Attacks must have been your like favorite movie ever. <laughs> Every like Where's Wally scene ever yeah, that yeah. has uh, Egypt in it, there's always some sort of yeah. this clumsy, this movie? clumsy right at the start. Yeah. Right. Was yeah. his nose on it? Yeah, because it was yeah, it was yeah. when um so you would have liked it if Imhotep had been like getting chased down yeah, by yeah, like all yeah. the mummies, and he and he knocked he'd, like, off its nose. Yeah. yeah. Or there's always a clumsy workman like standing on a rickety yeah. ladder whoa, 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 with a chisel shot. or something. Yeah. He's like, oh god, <laughs> now I'm living. in for it. <laughs> yeah. But no, nothing. Disappointing. No, nothing. <laughs> no. He's normally yeah. like the the um, artisan who's creating the thing yeah, yeah. gets distracted by like a big mm. bosomed lady yeah. uh, who's probably from the future. That would work. Knocks it off. It's like yeah. where in the world is coming, San Diego type situation. Yeah. I remember, oh, it's coming to me. Where in the world coming, San Diego riddle. Uh, okay. Come on. Here's a riddle. You'll know what the answer okay. is because we've just been talking about it for five minutes. <laughs> it's coming San Diego, isn't it? <laughs> it's uh, Egypt. <laughs> I've got a big nose, but I might be lying. Oh. Where in the world is coming San Diego? <laughs> She's at the bloody Sphinx in Cairo, isn't she? One of the most popular shows on Swedish television mm. is a show called On the Rails. And it's like a panel sort of game show thing. And there's different games, but the main game that they play each round um, is called Go on the Rails or whatever. And the the things that contestants sit in are like little train carriages. Mm. And they get played a video of a train route through a country. Whoa. Sort of in in fast forward, I think. And they have to guess the country. They have to guess the country. It's a very boring game. Odd concept for a TV show. (laughs) And this is the most. (laughs) This is the most popular. It's a very popular show. I think it's Mm. the most popular show. That makes sense. They love trains, the Swedes. They do love, they do love a train. I love them. Mm. What does that have to do with anything? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they had one that was said oh, in it was Egypt. Oh, like it was like a riddle about where is the thing and you have to say where it was. I guess, yep, <laughs> sure. Is that your loosely related recommendation? you got to watch the show. Yeah. <laughs> if you're ever in Sweden, check it out. <laughs> it's not much else on. <laughs> when it's cold outside... Mm. You've got the trains are still rolling. Are, still are rolling. they doing those gritty uh, Nordic dra- crime dramas? Oh, that's the Danes. So, the Danes. The Swedes Danes. aren't Swedes, interested. It's all lighthearted. It's all lighthearted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it doesn't this have a train in it, where on this train was the murder? <laughs> There's a lighthearted game show in Sweden. I can't remember what it's called, but it's a bit like um, it's like a music themed quiz show, mm. a bit like Spicks and Specs, mm. but. The conceit of it is that the people on it are mo- mostly musicians mm. and there's a live band and stuff. And when they answer a question about, say, this, the answer to the question is R-E-S-P-E-C-T by Aretha Franklin. Yeah. They sort of break out into the song <laughs> and start singing it. Everyone gets into it and joins in. But it's they spend a lot of effort making it look- um, Seamless? No, not so, like um, uh, spontaneous. 
Right, yeah. But it's but so it's obviously <laughs> rehearsed and like everyone's like so they know, harmonizing and stuff. They know the answer to the question. So it's basically a musical in the guise of a game show. Yeah, yeah. Let's like laugh not our act- way to the musical number. Yeah, with yeah, sort of exactly. They're not faux guessing at a particular yeah. quiz. So someone quiz, still yeah. wins, but it's all rigged. Don't know, don't speak Swedish. But <laughs> I definitely heard a big fat Swedish man sing in the name of love. Mm. That was very clearly rehearsed. Mm. Who's mm. just very, very talented. I hear the Swedes are just really good at synchronizing, just on a whim. Yeah, that's maybe maybe that's... Culturally, they're just attuned to one another. Yeah, yeah, they mm. vibrate mm. at the same frequency. Mm. <laughs> it's quite a high-pitched vibration. You'd be surprised. <laughs> ma, 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 ma. We, can, we can break into song, you know, and, and have done... Oh, spontaneously. We can, yeah, but there's only three of us. There's not like a nine-piece band mm. and a whole... Well, uh, <laughs> next, next week. Uh, now, on the, would you like franchise that? With a, Open would that you like window, Jack. That orchestra. <laughs> and a one and a two. Earl's <laughs> not on you as well to be, mommy. Earl's <laughs> not on you as well to be, mommy. It is unusual to be a mommy. <laughs> I can't believe it's not Billy Zane. I really can't. So I feel I, like- my enjo- okay. Look, my enjoyment of the movie has gone down. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Down. I was I was you know excited about seeing Billy Zane and Brendan Fraser back together again. <laughs> Did you see that Brendan Fraser? Like, as we say, this was peak Fraser. Like mm. he really, really hit his straps yeah. here. He hasn't had that much work. Well, he's since he's like um, the darling of Reddit because he has mm. gone bankrupt and didn't get yeah paid yeah for yeah. A project and everyone loves. Have you seen? What Brendan Fraser looks like today. He's chunky, isn't he? Have you seen what Brendan Fraser looks like in 2017? <laughs> no. All right, keep talking. I'm Blocky. <laughs> but yeah, there was we'll like- We'll do our best to paint a word picture for you listeners. Yeah. There was, yeah, all these like petitions and stuff to get Brendan Fraser more work. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and get him in the new Mummy movie. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. At least a cameo. Give him something. And he had a divorce or something and had to like pay yeah, child, support child support and stuff yeah. and he was really, really struggling. Yeah. Maybe he still is. A bit like... um. Shout out to you, Brendan. Hope, you, hope you're doing all right. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason that he's not... Oh. There's a reason yeah. that he's not headlining oh. the new Mummy movie. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. I mean, that... He's got a bit of the Steve Bannons about him. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? <laughs> You don't want any of the Steve Bannons. Well, they're not flattering pictures, are they? (laughs) Mm. Mm. I mean, some of these, I think, are clearly photoshopped. (laughs) The weepy eyes one, surely. The one with the mummy is is a screenshot. (laughs) Oh, God, his skin's actually decaying now. (laughs) 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 It's just dropping off him. He's got leprosy. Like, he used to be... He used to be ripped. Look at that Mm. bod. I mean, he is... George of the Jungle was, what, 25 years ago? Mm. So, he has just aged, you know, he's gone from- Oh, he's aged like a regular man, but- Yeah. But he wasn't a regular man. He was George of the Jungle. No, he was a god. He was a golden god. George of the Mm. Jungle was great. When he got the Nike Nike sneakers on when he arrived in the box, and then he just, like, ran across the plains. He just ran, didn't he? I remember it. I remember it vividly. Uh, um, hey, did the version of The Mummy you guys watch have subtitles? No. Mine did not. Mine didn't either. Um, yeah, no, I think it did. Okay. Yeah. Because there's a, no, lot, of stuff, a yeah. lot of stuff that they say, speak in 
Egyptian? Egyptian? <laughs> is that a language? Yeah. Is yeah. that a language? Sorry, language. Egyptian listeners. That cultural insensitivity. I think that's the name of the language. Well, they're speaking, well, they're speaking they're ancient Egyptian. Yeah, and I think they speak like Arabic then. Yeah, now, probably. So, so yeah, these are the sort of things that I just don't know. Yeah, I think it so was. I have to say it with that inflection. Egyptian. That I don't offend anyone. Ancient Egyptian. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had subtitles. Just, uh, I can't remember what they said. Anything of great value. Yeah. I think you would have figured it out. Yeah, figured, figured it out pretty quickly. But um, when were they? Oh, like at the start. At the yeah. Start, yeah. And when they, you know, sang spells and stuff. Yeah. I think that was all but just like hocus pocus he, he, kind he, of stuff. Piggledy, piggledy, gibberish. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't get... I mean, more so in the Scorpion King, because I think there was a lot of setup mm. in the dialogue yeah, yeah, yeah. that I just did not get. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one you could kind of get the broad strokes. Yeah, he's a mummy. She was a mummy. They wanted. Can to I make it any more obvious? <laughs> <laughs> hey, the mummy. She's a mummy. <laughs> Everyone's talking mummy. All right. <laughs> what more can I say? Um, but yeah, I really like like the parts of this. When they were on the sort of steamboat thing, mm. heading down the Nile, and it had like yeah. quite the fun, like big adventures about to get started. Yeah, kind yeah. Of, it seems like an old movie. Yeah, yeah. It was a very 1930s style yeah. one. I, yeah. I would be interested to see the original. Mummy. I was going to ask if you'd seen the. original I haven't mummy. seen I the like, original. Have you seen like the original Dracula and all that sort of yeah. stuff? Yeah, I've seen the original Dracula, the original Frankenstein. Mm. Uh, I haven't seen the Invisible Man. When was the <laughs> well. ori- was the original Mummy? <laughs> <laughs> Not much to say, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see the Invisible Man. I just saw a floating hat and some spectacles. <laughs> oh, um, speaking of that steamboat scene, did you guys notice how many people got lit on fire in this movie? Mm, yeah. It was an average of like one person every 20 minutes getting mm, lit on very fire. Very flammable time. Mm. The clothing, I think it was. A lot yeah. of polyester yeah. in the 19- there was, a, there was a commission 20s. into it. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a serious <laughs> issue. Mm. I got a question. Uh, you know these movies, they always have the ancient uh, cult that's sworn to protect mm. the evil from rising. They always kind of come in. Yeah. I would say at the last minute, but generally like after the last minute when yeah. they should have probably come in about 20 minutes earlier yeah, and stop yeah. the whole kerfuffle from arising. Yeah. This movie has that. There's a, a character, I don't know if you brought it up in the synopsis but there's yeah. a, a whole kind of character of egyptian i guess ninjas yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bedouin like, kind of dark yeah. eyes and yeah and they've got rugged like, and good looks face tats and they're you know you sink into their smoldering eyes but mm. um who is financing these I was secret societies that. because it's there's a lot of them. There's mm. hundreds. It's a whole army of them. It's an army. Mm. They don't do anything. It's not like they they're um you know yeah. uh, SAS workers or something who have day jobs and then they yeah, yeah. they like it's come in full time gig. They don't mm. see like the bat signal or whatever or the mm. mummy signal and say we've got to mm. go and stop that mummy. Yeah. And it's been like over it's been three thousand years. Well, more it was three thousand five thousand years. Five thousand yeah. years. They've just been. What, yeah. Who's been financing? Desert? Like, because surely at some point someone is going to stop believing. Like, if it's the pharaoh, or whatever, who started them, and he's obviously got mm. uh, a lot of coin. Mm. At some point, people are going to, you know, regimes and all of that happen, yeah. and the, you forget. Yeah. Is I- it a is it a, a spiritual or religious uh, devotion? 
Or I think it's something that like doesn't that. put bread on the table, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are plenty of like you know monks or holy people that just uh, sure they could pass live, on generation have, to generation. These guys don't have like followers to you know. That's true, and they don't money in the collection. Place. I guess, I guess, I guess they don't have much of a home base either. They well, maybe they have land. Yeah. Maybe they have land mm. that they uh, yeah. they they sow the soil and reap. The rewards yeah. on their own. They're kind of a little society that doesn't need money. Yeah. They're kind of self-sufficient. They're a bit mystical as well, aren't mm. they? Oh, they're very mystical. They're I think not they're mystical. They're not immortal or anything, are they? They're just men. They're not like living forever. They haven't been around since mummy times. No, no. The main guy though, did he have? He because you know the in the second movie he has mm. that like tattoo mark thing on him. Yeah, and doesn't the leader of the group have like a similar? Tattoo, mm. yeah, and he's oh no, but Brendan Fraser's the kind of chosen one or mm, some sort of some, yeah, so he's, a, he's some sort of descendant. Of and this guy just recognizes that he's not like tied into the same thing. I don't know. I think they're like mm. scholars or something. They seem to have this like one of them was a scholar, wasn't it? One of them was uh, Rachel Weiss's boss, oh, the, yeah. like head librarian. Yeah. Yep. So that is they're the other around. thing is like they've he's got, got a job. They've mm. got, you know, members everywhere. They're Maybe like the being Illuminati. a librarian pays really well in, <laughs> in Egypt. In ancient old, Egypt, yeah. there's a lot of, uh, you know, yeah. tablets and parchments to get catalogued. So they get the librarians mm. to do it. Exactly. Um, I found it interesting that this, um, this army who have sworn to protect the world from this mummy, mm. the... I would have thought that if that existed for 5,000 years, mm. it's obviously important enough for them to really think they should do it. Why don't they just come in and, like, kill Brendan Fraser that, and everyone mm. who's trying? Why don't they just... Sure. Yep, that too. Also, why don't they <laughs> Why don't they preempt it? Like, so the only thing stopping people from um, waking up the mummy is, like, all those ancient, like, booby traps and stuff. Yeah. But they know where the mummy is and how yeah. to wake him up. It's that Book of the Dead or whatever, yeah. read the passage. Surely they could just keep updating those booby traps over time yeah. just to make sure that they're like, you know, the booby traps. Like, it wasn't that hard for them to do it. They did it kind of on accident. Yeah. So, it's just basic testing, you know? It's like being an electrician or something, go in, check the booby yeah, traps. test and tag the booby traps yeah. once a year. Test and tag. And you have to read- <laughs> Wipe the... off the cobwebs, you know, <laughs> keep them fresh. You have to read the passage on the thing, right? Yeah. Couldn't they do something to the mummy, like, you know, take all like little bits of him and put them all over the world so that if they read the passage, he'd have to, like, mm. come back together yeah. and they'd have enough time to get- The Harry Potter, like, they just Horcrux didn't prepare. approach. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Horcrux approach. Interesting. I'm just. I'm sure that they could have been more organised, yeah. and I think they were yeah. maybe being a bit lazy. They did mm. just turn up and say, "Don't do that." Yeah, and then Brendan Fraser said, "No, we're going to do it," and they said, "Oh, fine." God, I mm. think they've probably just been having a really good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'd be annoyed if I had what, to. Yeah. Well, exactly right. You think you've got the cushiest job yeah. in the world? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, what is, he's yeah. never going to show and, up. He's a hundred k, and all I have to do is sit around and wait for a mummy. <laughs> Like, that's ever going to happen. The mummy's up. Ah, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mm. But if that's the only hole we can find in this movie. Otherwise. Otherwise, flawless. Seamless. Yeah, there are no logical, logical, logical holes. (laughs) I was thinking when I was watching this... um, I was I was like, oh, this is kind of like a zombie movie as well, but it's not. It's a mummy movie. I'd just never really seen a mummy movie before. Yeah, the the, mm. the mummy they are very similar. Things. The mummy mythology yeah. I'm not super familiar with because it felt like 
I don't know if they've kind of reinvented it a little bit for this, but it was like, uh, what's a mummy? Well, it's halfway between a Dracula and a and, yeah. a, and a vampire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's just you know mix those those guys up. Yeah. He's like, because mm. they wanted a sexy mummy. I think mm. they wanted a you know a 1999 sexy mummy yeah. with Billy Zane as the mummy. But he said no. <laughs> he so they said <laughs> they got this, this guy. Well, that guy looks. <laughs> do you reckon that's what happened? Like they were like Billy Zane. We really want you for this part. Yeah. And he's like, I'm sorry. I've got the I'm, 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 I'm working on the script. I'm working on the script for. Titanic 2 I think it's going to do great I really think it's going to save my career it's called the Billy Zane's side of the story Billy Zane's character wasn't a complete jerk in that movie maybe Billy Zane should have got it on on that boat with Rose maybe Billy Zane had it right all along Billy Zane should have been in the back of the car and they said look Billy that is a really really long title for your Titanic sequel I really think that it's in the best interest of your career to take this offer that we're we're giving to you he said no no no, I refuse I don't don't think so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna double down and they said "All right, all right." Fine, we'll, <laughs> that- we'll do it without you. Then <laughs> it was out getting getting a Cronut or something like that, which I don't know that Cronuts were around in 1999, but they were. Is this yeah, a bit you're working on? <laughs> we're down getting a Cronut at the cafe, and there is uh, Billy Zane lookalike. Never, never been an actor before, just working as a janitor <laughs> at the Cronut store. They Muffin said, look, has anyone dust. ever told you that you look a lot like Billy Zane? Does the Cronut store have a separate member of staff who's yeah. just a janitor? Yeah. yeah. Don't the regular counter he staff sweeps. do that sort These of These things are crumbly. I mean, there's Cronut crumbs <laughs> everywhere. And have you ever been at a Cronut store? Yeah. They've got lines around the corner. They don't have time for the counter staff to be cleaning up. Someone, like, didn't flush a shit in the third <laughs> stall. It, it won't flush. It's overflowing. you got to get Billy Zane lookalike in there. <laughs> What are three toilet stores? How big is this Cronut? It's huge. It's a Cronut super store. Thing. Like a super it's store. the original Cronut. Like like Look, it's part of a strip mall. <laughs> it's a shared toilet. But the Cronut store is Look, the solely Cronut responsible thing. for toilet maintenance. Look, he didn't. It wasn't the janitor solely the Cronut store. It was the janitor for the okay, whole store. Well, now the truth yeah. comes out. Had the Cronut store. I feel I've been misled. They said, "Look, has anyone ever told you you look exactly like Billy Zane?" He said. Yes, yes all they the have. I've got that a lot. But look at my lovely golden locks. And they <laughs> said, if you shave those golden locks, I am willing to give you a part in the biggest movie of 1999, The Matrix. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> and that was how Lawrence Fishburne was cast in The Matrix. And he said, no, I won't do it. I've got my eyes on this mummy movie. Uh, I hear that Billy Zane isn't taking it. <laughs> Um, apparently, he had to um, the guy who played the mummy, not Billy Zane, had to shave his whole body twice a day to remain <laughs> to remain so hairless and smooth. They should have just got to go with alopecia; wouldn't have been a problem, you know. All the hair his whole from, body from a little Britain. twice a day. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Is that virile? Yeah, it's just sprouting out of the mm. nipples and everywhere. Yeah, all wow. this. Is it true that hairs get thicker if you shave them? Like, I don't think that's if true. you if you um, get if you get. I think that's true for like a coarser. Um, no, I think it's. I think it. I think there's a rumor that spread amongst like pre and pubescent boys mm. to be like to be like shave your pubes and they'll come back thicker and coarse. But I think what happens is they just feel sharper. Or no, they just are literally just getting coarser because you're getting older. Oh, they're gonna get coarser anyway. You're gonna get thicker, stronger. Thicker <laughs> yeah, roots. Yeah. So you shave and they grow back thicker and stronger, but you've also aged six months, and yeah. you know you're being ravaged by puberty. I remember there was like an episode of Seinfeld <laughs> where um, 
he's warning uh, Kramer is shaving his chest and he's warning uh, Jerry about not shaving his chest because it makes the hairs go really thick. And he like shows him how, and he's like, ah, it's horrible. Yeah. And my like young mind thought that if you were to continue <laughs> to keep shaving your chest hair, that eventually you would just have one big hair, <laughs> like, kind of like a dread or like... One, one hair. <laughs> comes directly out of the center. Yeah, just like one big hair. Like the actual paw itself. Yeah, really like expanded. you would just be one big hair. <laughs> and your like, like organs would just fall out. <laughs> yeah, like like one of those, you know, those uh, those jars of nuts that you open and you won't get a delicious nut, but it's actually one of those <laughs> novelty snakes. <laughs> it would be like that. That's what takes the shirt off again in the face. <laughs> That's just springs out at you. <laughs> That's what I thought. Is that what you thought? What else did you think? <laughs> what else did you think about things, Cal? Uh, I don't know. It's, they come back to me sometimes. <laughs> Memories. <laughs> That's how they work. <laughs> so, the mummy so, won. mummy won. Yeah. It didn't win. Brendan Fraser won. I did like the bit when they were, when he was tracking down all the Americans and killing them off, mm. and there was the the blind the blinded guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he yeah. was like knocking over his cup of tea, <laughs> and they were just like mocking him. Yeah, that was a good laugh. That was yeah, good. yeah. My glasses. Who <laughs> took my tongue? <laughs> what what um plagues did they have? They didn't, oh, there was locusts. Did they go through all of them? I didn't really feel like they did. Mm. There was like they was, the locusts. The, the first the three fire. were sort of slow, and then they sort of jumped through. Mm. They did get up to the tenth one because the tenth one was um, like uh, leprosy or lesions or whatever. Yeah. There was the river runs red with blood. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then everyone turned into a zombie. What other biblical plague? Plagues? One, uh, yeah. water turned to blood. Yes. Fish died. Plague two, frogs. I don't remember frogs. Maybe it came directly frogs? after. Frogs, not. Plague three and four, biting insects and wild animals. Insects, locusts, definitely. Definitely locusts. Wild locusts. animals, not sure about that. Five and six was livestock disease. Don't remember any livestock uh, disease. No. Five and six? Yeah, and boils. boils. I don't know why they Boils and pustules was the last one, which uh, but also turned people into sort of zombies. Uh, fiery mm. hail, yeah. there was mm-hmm, definitely that. Mm-hmm. Locusts. Don't know whether there was no biting, so biting insects. insects. There were locusts. There were those be- scarab beetles. They arrived, they, they, and they did bite. That scared the shit out of me as a kid. Do you yeah. remember that? That's the one thing I remember out of these yeah. movies. Like yeah. the, the, the bugs sk- under the skin. The scarab yeah. beetle that gets into the guy's boot and then he like rips yeah. open his shirt and you can and see his it one hair shoots yeah. out his chest. <laughs> 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 it gets the mummy right in the face. <laughs> you should stop shaving twice a day, mummy. <laughs> this is going to happen to you. This one big gross hair. <laughs> Uh, yeah, those beetles. And the, and the last plague is locusts. Mm. Mm. I feel like that wasn't ten, but you don't have to go through them again. <laughs> was some double up. It was uh, nine. Uh, some mm. of them, for some reason, they put together five and six, livestock disease and boils. Maybe it happened on the same night or something. <laughs> maybe the livestock had boils. Mm. Or maybe they had boils and then it popped open onto the livestock and then they got <laughs> diseased. The, the cows got, like, pus in their eyes or something from the boils and mm. it was all over. Do you remember on. the original story of why there was plagues? It wasn't a mummy, was it? It certainly wasn't a mummy. It was no, in Egypt. It was, um... Is this related to the, um, the killing of the, the yeah, firstborn? The firstborn. Passover. Passover. This is Passover. And the blood on the yeah, door yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. You paint an X or whatever and, yeah, the, and the plagues will pass over your head. Yeah, yeah. Although, was that just taking away the firstborn son? Oh, it was, um... Uh, inflicted upon the Egyptians to persuade the pharaoh to release the ill-treated Israelites mm. from slavery. 
because I do remember that from the was it the greatest movie of all time? Is that what that movie's called? The one with Moses? No, I think you'll find it's called The Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> well, as uh, far as Jack's concerned, yeah. Miss Congeniality <laughs> too. <laughs> <laughs> Where Miss Congeniality has to ward off the ten plagues in Egypt. That would have been a much better movie. Now we're talking. Uh, speaking of talking, are you guys done with The Mummy 1? Yeah. Let's talk about The Mummy Returns. Yeah. How would you guys like to hear what happens in the second Mummy movie? I'd be very keen because I had no idea watching it. (laughs) In the 2001 sequel to The Mummy, The Mummy Returns, that's it. Oh, he's made a sentence out of it. (laughs) I genuinely thought that was going to get a real big laugh. I was kind of half (laughs) asleep. I like to take a minute to relax while you, you do <laughs> your I'm so I can just tune out now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to it later when I'm editing. <laughs> well, can you edit in the laugh you do then? Okay, ready? Okay. We'll, we'll laugh. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> the good, good one, Jack. That was fantastic. Oh. Thanks, guys. Oh, I get it. Returns. Yeah. In ancient Thebes, whoop, the Scorpion King and his and I'm out. <laughs> now he's doing slapstick. <laughs> The Scorpion King and his army are defeated and begin to slowly perish in the desert. The Scorpion King sells his soul to the satisfyingly palindromic dog god Anubis in exchange for his life and the power to defeat all his enemies. Anubis accepts, and his army, once led by his army led by the Scorpion King, sweep across Egypt, annihilating everything in their path. Once their takeover is complete, Anubis claims the Scorpion King's soul and entombs him in a pyramid hidden in an oasis. Many years later, our old friends Rick O'Connell and his now wife Evelyn continue their tomb raiding ways, now accompanied by their chronologically inconsistent eight-year-old son, Alex. They discover the break- bracelet of Anubis, which will lead its wearer to the hidden oasis containing the Scorpion King's pyramid. Alex, wearing the bracelet, is kidnapped by a cult who have determined that if they could defeat the Scorpion King, they would have control over his army and the ability to take over the world. But there is only one big mama able to defeat Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and that's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ooh. No, not really. It's oh. that pesky mummy Emotep. <laughs> Rick- Played by Billy Zane. <laughs> Rick, Evelyn, Jonathan, and Ardeth Bay pursue the, the cult in a dirigible piloted by Rick's old friend Izzy following clues left by Alex. They eventually make it to the Scorpion King's secret oasis where they fight off mini pygmy mummies and the marauding cultists to finally encounter Imhotep who has summoned the Scorpion King intending to kill him and take his power. CGI Dwayne the Rock Johnson appears looking more like Dwayne the Rock Lobster. Everybody fights everybody. Evelyn is killed but brought back to life. Imhotep is dropped into the underworld and CGI Dwayne the Rock Johnson uh, meets his demise thanks to a spear hidden in an artifact that Evelyn's brother has been carrying around the whole time. The Scorpion King and his army are sent back to the underworld. The overworld is saved and the O'Connells fly away in a dirigible. The end. Mm. Mm. Did Dwayne the Rock Johnson need to show up on set at all for yeah, this Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, did they just take clips from his wrestling career and, <laughs> and, splice, com- and, and <laughs> splice it into this movie? Like, because all he did was at the start, he kind of goes and puts yeah. his arms up in the air, like leading a battle. Times, yeah. 
Um, I'm sure they had footage of him doing that. They just computer generate on the long hair, yeah. put some sand dunes in the background, big CGI army, yeah. Um, big bada boom. You got you got yourself Let's a mummy. Get a cronut. And he only speaks uh, ancient Egyptian mm. or some you know version of it. So he, he, I doubt that he was uh, getting sort of linguistic uh, training mm. or anything in the lead up to to the mm. film. So he didn't even need to come in for ADR or anything. No. And what what does one sort of receive in terms of remuneration for such a performance? $10 million. <laughs> Probably. Probably, yeah. Although it was his first film role, so maybe he wasn't making that sort of money. Was it really his first one? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, this was where he burst onto the scene. Yeah. And then they went and made three movies, three Scorpion King movies. Yeah. Four. Four. Yeah. Four Scorpion King There's movies. another one came out last year. Really? <laughs> Still making them. I don't <laughs> think he's in them out. anymore. I think no, he's no, on no. Fast and Furious money now. Yeah, yeah. He's on the most money, isn't he? Uh, he's the, he gets. I think he gets paid the most out of any. More than Vinny. Yeah. More than more than no, more than everyone. More, more than, than the ghost of Paul Walker. More than every. <laughs> I'm not even talking in 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 the, all movies. The Furious. I'm talking about all movies. I think The Rock is the highest paid oh, actor he in, took, in, the he, world. in the world. He took today. out Big Willie. I believe he did. Yeah. He is the best and actor in the world. Higher, <laughs> and he gets paid higher than Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is not impressed. <laughs> Did you think we were above that? <laughs> we are not. <laughs> oh dear. Um, did you point out that you thought the sun was chronologically inconsistent? I just thought he was surprisingly old. I hate the sun. Oh, I hate yeah, the sun awful, for sure. But awful, I, I thought awful. it through, and I thought I think he's. His age is okay. No, because this movie was two years later and the yeah. kid's like 12 or No, whatever. it's more than... Isn't it like eight uh, years later or something? I mean, it, it, it was just... It came out two, it was in two the... or three years later, but it was set eight years later. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, set it came in out the two 30s. Years, it came out two years later. Yeah, well... That's in irrelevant. our time. That's irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> that's irrelevant. Yeah. Because I think it was set in the 30s, this one. And the first one was set in the 20s. Yeah. The Roaring Twenties. The Roaring Twenties. Exactly. And all those mummy flappers around. Yeah, this one was was pretty bad. It was a terrible. <laughs> it was like... <sighs> the CG was so bad mm. that, like, there, there were... There were scenes where it was literally just noise. Like, I think there was, like, beetles or something kind of fluttering around. Mm. But it was literally just noise on the screen and the characters kind of reacting to Mm. it. And they had, like, all those um, midget mummies Mm. that were just, like, computer-generated crap balls. Mm. (laughs) It seemed like the peak period of, yeah, massive CGI armies. Yeah. When they had the technology where... Like every of- one in five kind of moves mm. independently yeah, of the yeah. others, and it just looks so shit now. Yeah. Like- yeah, I was watching this movie. I was kind of just like, and I think 1999 was the tipping point, and I I put like uh-huh. the first Matrix at that point mm. where they still kind like digital was a thing. It like it was being used, but it wasn't. Movies weren't entirely that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then after that, every movie was just mm. like. Entirely made of computer, yeah, and like how bad this dated mm. comparatively, um, yeah, for sure. And is that just like forever now? Like, if, I'm sure if we went back and looked mm. at like uh, Avatar, 
it would like which was an amazing looking movie at the time yeah. which would be like this is fucking awful mm. no I, I I can't specifically remember but I feel like people were laughing about Dwayne the Rock Johnson as the Scorpion that's true very soon <laughs> after this came out that's true um, this would have been still a pretty big budget movie though yeah yeah you would think I think they both were huge budget and they both made heaps of money yeah good luck to them then <laughs> well done. That's the job. And the um the blimpy boat thing that they get on mm. at the end. <laughs> this movie say like, my favorite line in this movie is when they're like they go to Izzy, who's his old mechanic friend, who's going to take them where they need to go, mm. and he's a pilot. Mm. Um, and they go, he's like, yeah, all right, I'll take you to. The th- he's, he's, is he Cockney? Am I doing the right? Or maybe. Yeah, maybe he's a bit cognizant. Yeah, he's yeah. a bit cognizant. Yeah. Oh, right, I'll take you oh, on the Yeah, 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 right. Nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Steals the L, fly your plane. <laughs> steal your heart, oh, steal your wallet. It's old friend it's Ray Steals. Oh, I'm, I'm in 1930s. <laughs> I'm in Egypt now, Ray Steals. Been around for a long time. What's that in your Ray, pocket? What have you, what have you it's my hand. <laughs> Ray Steals here. See you later, guys. Thanks for stopping by, Ray. <laughs> Um, anyway, so they turn the camera in the corner to what they're expecting to see a plane. But Izzy now has a dirigible, which is kind of like a cross between a blimp, a hot air balloon, and a whoopee cushion. Yeah, it's a ship. And a isn't ship. It? Yeah. yeah, yeah. With a balloon. <laughs> he turns above around, it. and everyone's kind of looking at him disappointedly, and he's like, oh, "It's a dirigible." That was your favorite <laughs> that was my line, because I don't think it's ever been said in another movie. <laughs> It's a dirigible. <laughs> is that like actually a term? Is that like, yeah? Should yeah. that be funny for some reason? I think it's a funny word. Is right. it a fantastical machine or is it actually a thing? That I exists? think it's genuinely a thing. Yeah, it's got gas in it instead of hot air. I know that much. Yeah, Cameron, mm. dirigible expert. <laughs> well, they said that at the when the dirigible crashed. Oh, they attention. were fine. <laughs> Very impressive. Ooh, ooh, someone loves the Mummy too. <laughs> oh, it's my favorite movie. The greatest movie of all time, The Mummy 2. Better than Miss Congeniality 1? Mm. Mm. Yeah. I would say it is, yeah. yeah. Anyway, you were saying something about that before I butted in. <coughs> uh, yeah, so, like, they say that it's um, full of uh, gas and that they can't rebuild it because it's full of gas. Mm-hmm. And, it and like, okay, so just to set this up a little bit, they go, oh, it's a dirigible. Then they spend, like, a bunch of time chasing down the, the mummy Uh through this kind of chasm thing, like yeah, it, waves. Like I would call it an air river or, <laughs> or a canyon, whatever. <laughs> an air river or just the air, <laughs> the air above a river. But it's kind of like you know what I mean. Like it's very a, narrow, narrow rock. There's a channel yeah. that they're going it's down. A gorge. They're an air. They're an airboat in an air river, right? They're in a dirigible. In Am I crazy here? They're an airboat in an air river. No, I think you're crazy, Callie. I think you're spawned. Ray Steele's here. See you later. Thanks, Ray. He knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. They're in the canyon near river. <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> Prince Imhotep uses his giant face sand powers to knock the shit out of them. They crash land. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The the place is in, the thing is in tatters. Uh, they're like, oh... Uh, it's hot. It's gas, not hot air. We can't get it back going. And then after he, uh, Brendan Fraser goes off and kills Scorpion King, 
old Ray Steels pops back up again and he's, <laughs> and he's rebuilt the... He's only gone and rebuilt the bloody dirigible, isn't he? He's got the dirigible up he and running. He's supposed to blow the bloody door. You're only supposed to fill the bloody balloon with gas. How did he do that? He'd been busy. Swamp gas. I have learned a long time ago, do not question something coming from Ray Steels. Uh, you don't. You don't want to know where he got it from half the time. You don't want to have normally. There was a trail of dead homeless people. <laughs> oh, God. Look, don't you know? Don't, don't ask questions you don't want to know the answers to. Is the moral of the story there? One thing I was a bit disappointed in this movie was the big chase scene in the the double decker bus mm. in the streets of London. Mm. I feel like that is just a perfect setup for a few a few bus related gags, you know, like going past an old lady at the stop, yeah. like oh yeah, they're yeah, running yeah, late yeah. on the timetable yeah, yeah. or something. Maybe they, they look over the road and there's Keanu Reeves and <laughs> Sandra Bullock in the other bus going, "Well, no time to talk now." <laughs> but that was like a completely gag free scene. It was re- it was really disappointing. And mm. it was like, I was just waiting for it. I was like, "This is going to be good." Come on. And I feel like there was Nothing. four. They were being pursued by four evil mummies. Mm. By the time they've killed two of them, mm. can they not stop the bus at that point? Like, even if there's two more, they're on the bus. They mm. can get onto the bus. Mm. And I just feel like being on the bus just makes fighting them more difficult when mm. it's moving. Yeah. It worked so well in speed, though, you know? I also yeah. didn't really <laughs> understand, like, the rule of mummies. Like, because they seem to be able to just kill these mummies, but they yeah. can't yeah. kill the main mummy. Yeah. How do you kill a mummy? Like, zombie... Shoot in the head. Yeah. Vampire, mummy, stake to the these heart. These mummies, you've got to take their heads off. You just take off their head? Oh, no. That was the the mummy army that gets raised at the end. Mm. The um the Ardeth Bay says, you have to take off their heads. Mm. But right. that's a different type. I think that's a slightly different type of Variety mummy. of mummy. But, yeah. No, no. That was, that, that was, that was the that, dog people. Yeah, the dog. But they're mummies. They're not mummies. Aren't they mummies? No. They're jackal head men. <laughs> are they... Mm, are they undead? I don't. I don't think they're of this world. I think mm, they're, they're just uh, like a supernatural. They're like demigod type mm, things, yeah. humunculus. Mm. Yeah, I don't know because and they just keep shooting them and they blast off a few yeah, arms a and few legs and slow them down a bit, but they mm. they crawl their way back in. Mm. 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 Now the question uh, that I'm sure that we've all been waiting <laughs> to ask: What do you think it's like to have sex with a mummy? Well, <laughs> no, it's like that sick with your mummy. Genuine high five, people. <laughs> Good connection. Um, well, we got, uh, we almost started gross. to get pretty close at one point, yeah. didn't we? Because they were making out. Oh, that's right. And then it went, not there, yeah, she was making out like, and he was fully formed, and then he mm. went into like mummy, mummy yeah. phase. Yeah, and then she was just like making yeah. out with all this sort of like sinewy, yeah, gross kind of tendons and stuff yeah. in, in the face, mm. which was actually quite a disturbing image. I it found. was. Yeah. Mm. It went turned on a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Have you, got a, have you got a specific observation about sex with a mummy that you'd like to... No, I just wanted to get your feelings right. on it. I'm going to keep really, mine pretty really close to the chest. <laughs> take the temperature of the room before you... Yep. I just think you could... And it's not warm enough to get in. 
Look, I, I, I tell you what. Now that I know it's not Billy Zane, my feelings for the mummy have just you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. gone. Yeah. yeah, you are <laughs> soft ass. <laughs> soft as Brendan Fraser's body in 2017. Plus, <laughs> it has one single hair protruding from your chest. <laughs> I think that would be a key issue for a mummy. The, the flaccid, the flaccidness, mm. the flesh dropping off. Well, you're a, you're a corpse, so you'd be the rigor mortis would. I'm assuming you'd yeah. be constantly stiff but shriveled. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Also, when Imhotep eats the 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 body parts from all the people. He he seems to like you know I'm gonna take my my tongue from you and my yeah. eyes from you and da 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 da. Yeah. Whose dick did he eat? <laughs> <laughs> did he take the same dick and balls or did he mix and match? Well, there was three Americans that he was taking bits from. You could have taken. And why not just take one. all their balls? <laughs> <laughs> Eight balls. Got a big big sack full of balls down there. <laughs> Six that's to the, eight balls. That's one, that's one of the last plagues. Of <laughs> balls. Balls. American balls. And <laughs> the tenth plague American of American balls. balls. <laughs> it is rumbling in the distance and over the hill. Boink, boink, boink. boink. <laughs> Just getting in people's mouths. Oh, what is that? <laughs> oh, balls. <laughs> oh, sinewy. <laughs> Those, yeah, those were my questions about. Um, <laughs> yeah, the kid was really, really annoying, though. I read about that kid. Right, you think he's annoying as a character in the movie? Yeah. Mm. Oh, is he a terrible kid? Human. I read about him. No, no, no. I read on IMDb trivia mm. that he was a really huge fan of the first movie, um. and he became like a uh, a kind of de facto advisor for the second one, what? like telling, being like, well, actually, in the first one. Oh, that makes me hate him even more. Oh, he would have been such a little shit. Yeah. I can't believe I'm actually in the mummy. (laughs) (laughs) God, this is so awesome. (sighs) Any, like, okay, the the reason that I hate him so much is that the the first (laughs) scene that he's in, one of the first scenes, Brendan Fraser um, and his wife and kid are like, uh, doing something in a tomb, and there's some bad guys who are there doing something as well. Mm. And the kid is like hiding from the bad guys. Yeah, but in he's a got tower. a sl- yeah, and he's got a slingshot. And the sensible thing for this kid to do is to just sit tight. They don't know he's there. Wait it out. Wait it yeah. out. But instead, he thinks it would be hilarious to just continually like pop up and slingshot the dude in the butt, which is not. Funny one, <laughs> and so his smug little giggle whenever he hits someone in the butt is just heinous. And two, he's just putting himself in danger, and mm. that's the first thing you're doing as a character. You're just like, I fucking hate you, and I want you to die. He is only eight years old, and his brain's not fully developed yet. Well, I fucking hate him when I want him he to die. He actually should have died in that scene, though, because I, a, I would that would have yeah. been a, a good massive start. stone column like pillar fell on him, yeah. and then, then for some reason he was like holding it up and pushing it back as if he had superhuman strength. Well, that pillar was made of styrofoam. It was a movie set. Ruin suspension of disbelief. Um, yeah, that kid sucked. I hate that mm. kid. You know what bugged me about this movie? Oh, 
Go on. What really? <laughs> so I, Billy I, Zane didn't have eight balls at like the end of it. We didn't have any of Billy Zane's eight balls. <laughs> <laughs> I was sort of very wildly between like hugely pedantic about these things or just letting them go completely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This movie, depending on San- if Sandra Bullock is in the movie, <laughs> Bullock, I'll give her a pass for anything. But in this movie, early on, there's a scene. There's a lot of. There's a few snakes in this movie. Mm. There's a scene where some. I think Brendan Fraser. No, uh, Evie kicks a snake at Brendan Fraser kind of as a joke. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and he goes, oh, those are poisonous, you know. They're not poisonous. They're poisonous. Something's poisonous if you eat it and it makes you sick. Something's venomous oh, if it venomous. bites you oh. and makes you sick. Thank you, Jack. So they got that Grammar- wrong. They got that wrong. They got that wrong like two or three times in the movie. Oh, but in this, orig- in this first thing, uh-huh. the- the those are poisonous, you know, line, huh. the tag on the the tag they add to that line is her saying- only if they bite you. Wait, so you're is, saying, so, okay, so, so, so the joke double so the, wrong. No, so the joke they're making is he goes, those are poisonous. And she says, only if it bites you. Like, that doesn't make sense because. Well, well, that. Well, if, but he has to say it's poisonous because if she said they're venomous and it's only if they bite you, it's like, well, no, they're always venomous. Yeah, but I think that's the, I think that's the joke, but they've got the word venomous wrong and they've used poisonous. But venomous wouldn't work, you see? Give yeah, it. So if he kicks the snake and he goes, they're venomous, and he goes, only if they bite you. It's like, no, they're always venomous. They're venomous snake, but it's poisonous if they bite you. No, 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 no. They're venomous. They're venomous poison to you. No, no, no. The venom is venomous to you. It's not poisonous. No, poison is if you ingest it. So if you ate the snake. Would it still be poisonous? Okay. Not so. Not okay. So you probably should have said. <laughs> I would, so here, I here's how we we'll rewrite the joke, right? Okay. <laughs> They're poisonous only if it shoots if venom it. in your mouth and then you swallow it. <laughs> swallow it, yeah. Only if you eat the poison gland, mm. the venom gland, which mm. is poisonous. Or if it bites yeah. Billy Zane in one of his many balls and then you <laughs> eat that. But eat Billy the Zane's swallowed balls. Despair, so he can lose one of them. Yeah. You just lop it off. Yeah. But then they do the same thing. They mention poisonous snakes like twice more in the movie mm-hmm. and annoy the hell out of me. Sounds very frustrating. Went straight over my head. I'll be also, honest. is there room for a gag about in these these modern political times about Dwayne the Swamp Johnson? Yes. I'm sure there yeah. is. I don't <laughs> really get now. I don't get what the gag is, though. Donald Trump said he was going to drain the swamp ah, in Washington. Sorry. He's going to Dwayne the Swamp, Dwayne the swamp Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> Dwayne the Swamp Johnson, I'm drowning. <laughs> is that like the attempt at getting Dwayne the Rock Johnson out of future Scorpion King movies or something? Why would you so, want yeah. to Dwayne the, Dwayne the Swamp Johnson? <laughs> I, I think Dwayne the Swamp Johnson is Dwayne the Rock Johnson's shitty younger brother, <laughs> who's just really overwet, Blind and overweight, well. sweating like all the time, just clammy. Yeah, just just selling like merchandise of yeah, of yeah, the yeah, rock like bootleg stuff. Yeah, just yeah, really like shoddily made action figures. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They don't call me the Swamp Johnson. <laughs> Oh, hey, look, we've been visited by our old friend, Dwayne the Swamp Johnson. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, yeah, shake my hand. Hey, Dwayne, oh, gross. Dwayne, I don't want to shake your hand. Yeah, shake, here, shake my hand. Do you want to shake my hand? <laughs> oh, Dwayne the Swamp Johnson. Okay, see you, Dwayne. <laughs> good, I got good, nowhere yeah. to be. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> really? I really don't. I can stay around all night if you guys... Are you doing nothing later? I know a great place we can get a shrimp po' boy. 
with a free no, coleslaw no, on the no, side, no, no, potatoes, no, no, mac and Dwayne. cheese. I don't want to eat Dwayne coleslaw. No, I don't want to see you eat coleslaw, Dwayne. The swamp <laughs> don't you think it's funny <laughs> how a lot of people, when they talk like this, they just say their name a lot so you remember who they are and that they're not the other person doing the swamp chunks in here. <laughs> they sometimes seem to do it when they're stalling as they try and come up with material on the fly. That was my best material. Uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, all right, maybe I will get out of here. No, no worries. See you guys later. Nice okay. to meet you. Yeah, yeah, nice to meet you. Swamp Johnson. Okay, I'm glad we got rid of that guy. He was gross. <laughs> Hey, what did I miss, guys? <laughs> oh, hey, Cal, you're back. <laughs> yeah, I just stepped out to get a drink. I was just about to Walked past that real clammy dude. I've got anything more to add about The Mummy 2, or should we jump straight into... Or should we jump into The Mummy number 3? Mummy mm. 3, Dwayne the Swamp Johnson. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Mm. So, who would like to hear a little bit about 2008's the Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. I would love to. <laughs> Not you again. See you later. I'd also love to there, Jack. It's me, my skills. I'll see you back then. Go ahead. In ancient times, the tyrannical Dragon Emperor unites the kingdoms, builds the Great Wall over the bodies of his enemies, and pledges to make China great again. <laughs> Worried that his death will undo all he has accomplished, the Dragon Emperor summons a local witch who is supposed to bestow him with immortality. He kills her boyfriend, though, so instead, she makes mud come out of his eyes and turns him and his army into the Terracotta Warriors. Fast forward to 19... Imbuing them with awesome powers. Yeah, super duper duper. Yeah, etc. Et Fast forward to 1946, and it's the O'Connell's son, Alex, who does all the tomb raiding now, leaving a retired Rick and Evelyn to live out their days fly fishing, writing adventure novels, and generally lounging about in their mansion. Alex discovers the Dragon Emperor's tomb and brings it to a museum in Shanghai. At the same time, Rick and Evelyn are tasked with returning a huge gemstone, the Eye of Shangri-La, to the Chinese people. They've been had by the government, and Alex has been had by his archaeology professor, as they are all part of a rogue military faction who uh, want to use the who do use the Eye of Shangri-La to awaken the Dragon Emperor, the Mummy Woman One and Two style, hoping that he will lead China out of the chaos which followed World War Two. Aided by a mysterious assassin who turns out to be a magical immortal sorceress, daughter of the original witch cursor, who have together pr protected the world from the Dragon Emperor since forever. Rick, Evelyn, Evelyn's increasingly useless brother Jonathan, and Alex learn that if the Emperor drinks from the Pool of Life in the hidden valley of Shangri-La, he will be able to raise his undead terracotta army and take over the world. So once again, it's up to them to save the day. Oh. They travel to the Himalayas and attempt to stop the Dragon Emperor from finding Shangri-La, but it's too late. The Dragon Emperor is able to raise his terracotta army, but Wichipu sacrifices her own immortality to raise her own undead army, from the enemies of the Dragon Empire, Emperor buried under the Great Wall of China. Everyone fights everyone, and the magical dagger <laughs> is The magical dagger, which I haven't mentioned until just now, is destroyed in the process. <laughs> it's very important. But Rick and Alex <laughs> manage to simultaneously stab the Emperor through the heart from both sides with the knife, so the knife touches in the middle and still kills the Emperor. Lava comes out of the eye out of his eyes and he is dead. Also yeah. Yetis. This movie is for anyone who yeah. watched the Mummy One and Two and said these are great, but you know what this movie needs? Abominable snowmen. <laughs> and friendly ones, too. Friendly yetis. Yeah. Mm. If you're not uh, the dragon emperor. Are there any other kinds? 
I've been a few, few, few Yetis in my oh, time. Oh, wait, wait. Here comes one now. <laughs> oh, hang on. Okay, thanks for coming. See you later. <laughs> Cuddly guy. <laughs> This was pretty fun, I thought. I quite liked this one. <laughs> <laughs> when it's just kind of like... It's, it's it's definitely worse than the other two, but it's so similar I to the other two. I don't know if it is. I don't They're know. They're all kind it, of the if same. If a movie is called The Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, like this <laughs> is what you're going to get. Yeah. it's got a mummy, a tomb, and a dragon Yeah, emperor. it delivers in spades on everything yeah. that it promises. <laughs> um, I had so little idea what was going on by the <laughs> yeah. end. Like there was, I'm this, still confused. And you've there's just like, like armies and armies, but there was like again the thing that here I'm gonna curse you. Mm. I can, I'm a witch. I can give you any curse I want. I'm gonna give you the curse where you can come back with yeah. all these powers, which include like shape shifting into yeah. basically fucking anything mm. at the end. Yeah. Mm. Yep. What I. He that, was that's just flippity jibbing all over. That's a power shot. that came from. Uh, and shoot fireballs yeah. and and have ice well, powers. Well, that. So those powers came from uh, before he died, he, when he becomes the all-powerful emperor, uh-huh. the like magical priest guys teach him how to do that. Uh-huh. So he's already got those powers. Uh-huh. Then she kills him. Mm. And then when he comes back to life and he drinks from the pool of life or whatever, mm. that makes him immortal and gives him the shape-shifting powers. Uh-huh. Right. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's all pretty straightforward, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. One thing I was really disappointed at was when, when she puts that curse on him, there's like this bit where he, he kind of like starts crying um, mud mm. at the start and then like it gets more violent and then, yeah. then he's like spurting yeah. mud out his yeah. nose. I thought it was chocolate. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was horrible diarrhea. It was, it was like a chocolate <laughs> It was a really horrible remake of Willy Wonka in the chocolate. <laughs> 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 Um, but he's like fucking violently vomiting yeah. this um, mud, <laughs> mud stuff chocolate out. Chocolate goop. And then uh, it it cuts to outside, and you see it's like it's starting to happen to his mm. giant army. I really just wanted the scene <laughs> where it's like three thousand people <laughs> all just like vomiting mud diarrhea into each other's mouths, and just like oh fuck, oh fuck. <laughs> That's what I wanted. <laughs> you wanted, but never came. No, I didn't get it. Oh, well, I got it in my brain though. Maybe, maybe that'll happen in the uh, in the Tom Cruise remake. I hope so. It'll, it'll just be three and a half hours of that. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom Cruise did it all because he does all his own stuff. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> he swallowed the diarrhea yeah. and vomited it back out. <laughs> I only vomit my own mud. <laughs> I had to eat a lot of mud. <laughs> I thought, like, ancient China was, like, quite a cool uh, premise for this, though. Yeah. The terracotta yeah. warriors. I like the and, setting. The, the- and then it was, t- like, Shanghai in the 40s or yeah. whatever. It was, was quite cool. Shanghai. And the terracotta warriors, like, that, you know, that was real. I guess Egypt was real, <laughs> more re- more recently discovered, like yeah, the terracotta yeah. warriors were only discovered rediscovered in like the seventies, right? Mm. By a farmer who like dropped some stuff down a hole or something and went yeah. in, like went oh, that's what he told everyone. Yeah, <laughs> I just dropped it did, in the did, hole. Did he have like half a face and the ability to <laughs> throw fire? Yeah. He did. Yeah. <laughs> mm. 
Um, yeah, it was cool. I liked it. <laughs> it was yeah, like I I didn't mind the start of it when it went all like. Yeah. Uh, just like flashy lights at the end where it was like yetis versus yeah, zombies yeah, yeah, versus yeah, yeah. terracotta people versus whatever the, the fuck you turned like you turned into a three-headed dragon at one yeah. point and really? then and an ogre and it, yeah he just oh, kept changing <laughs> you missed that <laughs> yeah, i think so or i've quickly forgotten about it mm. yeah. i think i might have been a bit drunk when i watched the end of this <laughs> yeah i was a bit sleepy <laughs> for sure <laughs> Um, and how the, so the son is like, what, 21 or something now. And he's at yeah. university age. And he's American. He has an American accent now. But he's actually, the guy's actually Australian, mm. the actor. And, oh, and they, they swapped out Rachel Weiss. Mm. Yeah. Someone who was a lot more prim and proper. Oh, yes. Rather. Yeah. The character changed a bit. Mm. And, and she'd been writing these like Pulp Fiction novels yeah. about- She wrote them. Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. In the thirties, that would have been pretty risque. <laughs> Ahead of its time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, she um, wrote two books called The Mummy and The Mummy Returns. Oh, it's a bit of fun, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> mm. um, I thought she was okay, though. Maria Maria Bello or whatever. I thought one. that uh, Brendan Fraser was noticeably more lackluster. Yeah. Brendan Fraser- He couldn't really be fucked at this couldn't point. couldn't be bothered. <laughs> yeah. No. And it feels like- Did you feel like he was putting on a funny voice? I felt like time? it was 80-yard the whole yeah. time. Like- uh, I was just like, that is not Brendan Fraser's voice. Yeah. Like, I reckon he was on set just being like, ah, and they're like, oh, we're going to get that, that guy that sounds like Brendan Fraser, yeah. that guy from the Cronut <laughs> shop, <laughs> <laughs> who coincidentally has the exact voice of Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Looks exactly like Billy Zane, but the, the voice of Brendan Fraser. No, the other janitor. <laughs> Go to the Cronut shop, shop today, and there's a sad Billy Zane mopping the floor. <laughs> No, look, I wouldn't be surprised. Brendan's at the till. Yeah. <laughs> it's, got little, it's got a little apron on. Yeah. Mm. Billy. Oh, Billy. Um, I thought... Uh, so, I didn't really mention him much, but uh, one of the character recurring in all three movies is Jonathan, mm. who's Evelyn's brother. Oh, what a, a well-developed character. He's a, he's a real sort of... He's a bit of a shyster, mm. loves, loves treasure... Yeah, sort of goes along, gets dragged along on these adventures. Mm. Um, and now he's, he's running a nightclub running in a Shanghai, nightclub in Shanghai yeah. called Imhoteps. Yeah, yeah. Um, that yeah. he's funded with nice all, little his, wink there. All, the, all the treasure that he's pilfered from these ancient yeah. um, tombs over the years. Mm. Um, so he never really has much to do. Although he is usually inadvertently involved somehow in the resolution of the movie. Like he has to read from the book. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, he accidentally says, "Oh, don't make me read it. I'm just a boy." <laughs> 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 Looking at a girl, asking for her to love her. Anyway, so he's kind of just this sort of psycho the whole way through. But in this movie, uh, there's an avalanche is triggered when they're in When, in when he screams avalanche. <laughs> no, he screams avalanche. But then he runs, he's like, he's got this really cool slow motion run where he's running oh, yeah. kind of away from the avalanche. Along like a kind of deck like thing on the side of a deck. temple. Oh, and it's snow yeah, coming yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just thought it was super cool. And yeah. I thought they didn't give that to Brendan Fraser. That did stand out. I reckon it was probably yeah. for yeah, was Brendan Fraser probably. and that he wouldn't come out of yeah. his locker. <laughs> yeah, he's like, God, we'll get, uh, we'll get Jonathan yeah. in there. <laughs> but yeah, it was like really I'll nice. Do it. it was like really, there's, there's really, you know that really crap slow motion, which is like kind of choppy and like cheap slow motion. Yeah, where they haven't actually shot all the frames. Yeah, done that mm. sort of stuff. This one was like proper, like yeah. slow frame rate, fast frame rate, fast frame rate. Fast frame rate, slow yeah. motion. 
Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. My <laughs> this did actually have my favorite um my favorite bit in almost all of these movies <laughs> was um the third wacky pilot shows up in this one to fly them to the <laughs> oh, Himalayas. Yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. in the plane and there's just like a cow in the back of the plane and it's just like vomiting everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting sick in the play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, I just completely missed all of that. <laughs> yeah, it's a really didn't, long scene. Didn't and, notice the play. And he's holding like a sick bag for it. It's like trying to vomit in the bag. Mm. And it just vomits everywhere. <laughs> it's horribly sick. <laughs> and it's just like a, you know, animatronic kind of cow in the bag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty good. Maybe I should rewatch this movie. Watch that, that, that video. Really that was that was gold. I believe Jonathan Jonathan says I think it's a yak, not a cow. Oh uh, yeah. Jonathan's so, yeah. line is when he's covered in yak vomit, he's like, <laughs> The yak yaked. <laughs> <laughs> Yickety yak. Yak. Uh, yeah, good great movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was a very weird bit like at the very end where they were driving away from the nightclub or something and yeah. it's like and later Mummies were discovered in Peru. Yeah. Uh, no. It, yeah. He was. He was like. Ah. Oh, Jonathan's like. Oh, I'm going somewhere. Somewhere where there are no mummies. Yeah. Somewhere like Peru. Peru. <laughs> Coming next summer. Yeah, no, summer. no, it didn't. It didn't come. No, no. <laughs> it came what nine or ten summers later. No, this is a a, a hard reboot. No yeah, Peru. Still, yeah. Could be a bit of Peru in there. Maybe it's a lady mummy. And Tom Cruise is gonna. Maybe we'll find out the answer to that question you asked us before. <laughs> what it's like to have sex with Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise's mummy. How many testicles <laughs> Billy Zane can fit in this sack? <laughs> <laughs> I think we said it was eight. I think we've settled on eight. Yeah. It might pop after nine. Nine. You could get nine. <laughs> Ten would be a stretch. <laughs> but you don't want uneven numbers is the problem. You know, there's like old pictures of like golden retrievers with three tennis balls in their mouth. <laughs> Billy Zane with <laughs> the, like the uh, Ridley's believe it or not the guy with the billiard balls is <laughs> that guy is like believe it or not Billy Zane's got nine balls <laughs> stole it from those Yanks <laughs> sucked it right out of them <laughs> yep I think we got the key takeaways from this movie. <laughs> Hmm. All right. Uh, right. <laughs> rank them up. Rank them yeah. yeah. up. Just rank them, yeah. One, three, two. Yeah, I yeah, agree. I reckon I'll go the same. Wow, unanimous. Have unanimous. we been unanimous no, before? I don't think we have. I don't think we have. Yeah, but these movies are like... I think of all they're all watched, shit. They're all... They're the most similar. They're the most... Uh, I disagree. I think the first one is definitely like... The first one is a B plus grade movie like yeah. it's, a, it's like mm. a good B movie yeah, yeah. the the second one is like a D grade yeah, movie yeah. and the third one is like oh, it's probably it's a like D Billy D Zane's 10th testicle which yeah. <laughs> you don't really need it but you kind of want <laughs> look it. I've already got nine so like really you've come this far you may as well <laughs> wouldn't be a full have podcast another. if we didn't talk about all do you think that then when he, he does have sex with his, his right. giant sack full of balls <laughs> that he just shoots entire instead of shooting right, sperms right, out. Right, 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 his entire right, balls right, come out. All right, all right. Do you well, think that's how much should we talk about? How loosely related recommendations? 
Uh, Alex, my recommendation. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty. <laughs> I'm pretty late to the party here, but um, supernatural adventure type thing. I've just started watching Stranger Things. Ah. Really? So just started watching. I'm it. quite. I'm quite late. About halfway through, and it's mm. just a bloody delight. It's I am great. Loving it's, it. It's fantastic. Yeah. And I, th- I sort of had known about it for a while. I was like, eh, I don't think I'd be into it. And mm. yeah, it's a joy. Mm. Yeah. And the the main kid reminds me of you as a child. <laughs> is that true? Is that really yeah, yeah. true? That's yeah. you're not the first person to have said that. Yeah. Uh, back, Jack back actually in... recommended this on the show when it was yeah. first coming out. Oh really? Uh, yeah, and yeah. our mutual friend Priscilla sent me a text message being like, and that's how I got onto the show. She's like, I'm watching this show that basically oh, has really? childhood you in it. Definitely like before you had your uh, your cool haircut. Yeah. Like, yeah. When I first met you, you had similar hair to this kid. <laughs> <laughs> And and similarly pale skin, whereas now you're uh, very bronzed. <laughs> yep, I'm a Greek Adonis now. <laughs> and bearded. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay, uh, my recommendation is, I, I think that when they were casting this movie, they settled for uh, Brendan Fraser <laughs> in the lead role. Uh, and this weekend I played uh, Settlers of Catan, the board uh, game. Mm. Um which is pretty much just haven't watched anything else for, me for the last two weeks. Um, but if you are interested in a board game uh, that is fun for you and, and three of your friends, yeah. Settlers of Catan is is that. It sounds really boring. It's it like a re- super boring. It sounds really boring. And it sounds like it reminds me of Cones of Dunshire from Parks and Recreation, mm. where mm. Ben Ben Wyatt. He gets fired or he quits or something, so he's got this spare time. Yeah. And he's kind of a dork, so he invents a tabletop board game right. with Cones of Dunshire, <laughs> which is like <laughs> hyper complicated in yeah. sense. Well, this is like not hyper complicated. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty accessible. Mm. It sounds really boring when you talk about it because it's like um, you've got to gather the resources to build roads in the cities, yeah. and it's yeah. like, it's so and great. it's like it's a mashup between like civilization and Monopoly, and, and people have already fallen asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's actually really fun. And also, the other, like, you know, just thing to bring along to it is mm. uh, a lot of the game is, like, asking people if they have, like, ore or wheat or wood. Mm. Uh, and it just <laughs> opens you up to a whole world of hilarious wordplay that's, mm. uh, that, that, that adds another layer of frivolity on top of the, uh, the otherwise uh, dry but enjoyable game. Yeah. There you go. So, great, great recommendation. <laughs> uh, well... Uh, I have uh, never made my love of amusement parks a secret on this show. And um, in 2004, Universal Studios opened one of their biggest roller coasters, biggest themed roller coasters called Revenge of the Mummy um, Mm. at their theme parks, which I never actually went on. But I am going to recommend my top three theme park attractions based on movies. All right, number three. <laughs> number three was back in the day at Movie Movie World on the Gold Coast, there was like the Movie World Studio Tour, which you go around and see props and sets and stuff. And it was never as good as, as any of the ones at the bigger American theme parks. But this great bit where you got to go into... They had the the Riddler's Lair from Batman Forever. Mm. And the Riddler's there and Batman's there and all the lights go on. They do a little thing and, and it was just great. Number two uh, was uh, the Jurassic Park ride at Universal Studios because mm. it's just a great time for everyone and there's a big dinosaur at the top and it mm. comes out and gets you. 
Um, and my number one favorite attraction Drum based roll. on a movie mm. is, I don't think it's there anymore. I think it was replaced by the Simpsons ride, also at Universal Studios. Mm. Uh, but it's the, um, it's the, the backdraft experience. The backdraft. Backdraft. Remember the movie about firefighters? Backdraft. Oh, yeah. Against yeah. an arsonist. No. It was like a 90s action yeah, movie about no, a fire crew who were, take, who were mm. pursuing this arsonist through New York City. So, it's basically you go into this thing and it's 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 basically just a big industrial movie set that they use lots of fire effects and it's really exciting. Yeah. But the best part of it is the movie had Kurt Russell in it. Mm. And like the introductory video that you watch when you're going into the backdraft, right, is mm. Kurt Russell. Pulling up, like hanging off the side of a fire engine, mm. and he like jumps off to the and, and sort of looks off the engine and goes, "Ah, there's nothing like a ride on a fire engine." Hi, I'm. Kurt <laughs> <laughs> so that's my top and three. This stayed with you, years yeah. Later. Mm. I just thought it was great. Excellent. Didn't go on the Jaws ride. Uh, did I go on the Jaws ride? It's not top three. No, I wasn't. Didn't make top three. Obviously, I don't think so. Mm. Is the Jaws ride still there? No, I, no, Jaws ride wasn't there I was when I went. Not it, there the, the Jaws like pool where they used to have the Jaws ride was there, but the ride itself had gone. Uh. Mm. <laughs> there was, uh, there was a little bit on the Universal Studios tour of the Fast and Furious. They have a Fast and Furious. They ride. have a Fast and Furious section of the tour thing that you go past, and it's these two cars. On, a, on these massive hydraulic arms. Mm. So they it's, so you come around the corner and it's as if there's been a big crash and the cars are like flipping towards you. Right. On these arms and they stop. Oh, and then cool. they pull them back and they start. And then Kurt Russell comes no. out. <laughs> Nothing like riding on a hydraulic arm. <laughs> no, even better. Even better. They start playing a ludicrous song. Oh. And the cars start dancing. Oh. On the it's going to give it to you. Wait, that's, that's a ludicrous. DMX. That's DMX, you idiot. <laughs> What's a ludicrous song? Doesn't matter. He makes all his money from Fast and the Furious now. That's true. <laughs> um, whose turn is to pick the next franchise? It's mine. Uh, okay, so I just want to caveat. Oh, God. I tried really hard to find a short franchise. Yeah. And I really wanted to do a horror film franchise. Yeah. And there literally isn't a short franchise <laughs> of horror movies. Right. So what I propose is that we split it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's five movies. Okay. Uh, so we can do the first two. And then go back to one of you guys and then come back. All right. How sounds good. Uh, okay. So, have you guys ever heard of a, f- a series of film called Phantasm? Yes. Literally mm. only from you talking about how great mm. they are. I've never seen them. Ah. I've always wanted to. There's five. The first one was made in 1979 yeah. and the fifth one was made in 2016. Ooh. Great. So, quite a range. Is it like... Sort of erotic horror or something? Ooh, I hope so. Uh, maybe. It's not Phantasm, the Richard Franklin one that you're thinking uh, of. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking uh, Which is uh, all of our lecturer at, mm. at film school um, mm. made a, a movie. I think it was also called Phantasm, but with an F. And this right. is Phantasm with a with PH. PH. Right. Mm. And it, Richard Franklin's Phantasm was a sex anthology movie which was kind of just like weird thriller sex stuff and i think there was like a rape fantasy in it it was very very mm. trash mm. um this is a movie about uh the tall man who is a uh, an undertaker there's dwarf zombies there's uh weird balls from outer space apparently it's just like absolutely bonkers crazy weird 
uh, and I've never seen it. And I've, I've been putting off watching it because it's a franchise and, yeah, yeah. and um, now I'm going to make you guys watch it too. Okay. <laughs> so, Phantasm with the PH. Yeah, Phantasm. Phantasm 2, Phantasm Lord of the Dead, Phantasm Oblivion, and Phantasm Ravenger. Ra- Ravenger? Made up a new word. Yeah. Ravager? <laughs> Ravager. Rav- <Okay>. Ravager? <laughs> Ravi- Ravager? Ravager. Is someone or, who ravages? Or, or Revenger. Ravager. Or- Ravager. 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 Phantasm Ravager. Phantasm 5. Ravager. <laughs> right, the more cool. you said, the weirder it's out. All right, so we'll watch the first two, see how we feel, and then maybe we'll do the next three or maybe we'll come back to them later. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Cool. All right, well, if you're watching along at home, uh, get get on board with uh, Phantasm. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I'm I sure you're <laughs> at home. Um, if you feel like getting in touch, uh, franchise with that... Dot com. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Is yeah. <laughs> where you can find us. Emails there, links to Facebook, all that action, all the old episodes are there. Um, if you've got a spare minute and want to give us a little rating on iTunes. Oh, oh God, that'd be good. That'd be good if you felt like it. But don't feel, you know, any pressure nah, or anything. It. But do it. Do if, it. You, if you're listening to this now, yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. If you're stuck with us this long, yeah. why aren't you? Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, so until next time, thank you very much for listening. I've been Jack. Oh, I've been Dwayne <laughs> 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 Swamp. <laughs> and I've been Alex. <laughs> and Dwayne the Swamp. We'll see you yeah, next time. Dwayne Bye. the Swamp Johnson. <laughs> see, see you guys. <laughs> and I've been Cameron. <laughs> <sighs>